Welcome to the Tiffany Micah podcast. What we do here is build the strength and courage in you to accomplish your big dreams and goals in your sport. No longer will you feel limited. You won't feel you're not good enough. You won't question whether you will make it. Those doubts will disappear because you will have the competitive edge over your opponents and leave them in your wake. And the bonus is others will notice. Listen up and take notes because I will show you exactly how to do it. Hey there, this is Tiff from Tiffany Micah Podcast and welcome to today's episode. So today what we're going to be looking at is what is the really the meaning of process goals? What is goal achievement? Like what do they really mean? Because you may hear uh, people talking about process goals or uh, working towards achieving your goals, but you're looking at the goal achievement side of things maybe a little bit confusing you're like well aren't they the same well actually no they're not and we're going to identify which would be best for you and why that is so okay so goal achievement let's have a look at that first what does that actually mean and goal achievement is when you set the goal of accomplishing a goal like it might be the thing where you want to win a tournament or you want to win a race or you win a match right that's the actual goal and that's all that the focus is on is actually winning okay so that's really what goal achievement is really based around is uh and the focus and everything that you do your thoughts your feelings your actions everything's all geared around achieving that goal but like what i refer to is winning a race or winning a tournament or winning a match okay uh, but then if we look at process goals, well, what is what is a process goal? And a process goal is something like an improvement in a particular area in your game or something that you can measure or track and you can actually see the improvement. And it's usually by when you track, it's usually by looking at the data. So there are, they are a little bit different. And which is better? Uh, and again, this is my opinion, but the process goal is much better to be focusing on versus achieving that goal achievement thing where you've got to win right you've got to win that race you've got to win that tournament you've got to win that match you've got to win that game very very uh different and the intensity of of what you do around that is very different and also the big thing here is really the focus is very different here um, and, and I'll explain why. So if we look at when you are focusing on the goal achievement side of things, it's, it's looking at that and just what it says, the achievement, like a win or really a loss, and that's it. And it's great if you win, but what happens when you lose? Right? If you're just looking at goal achievement, it's a win or a loss. If you win, it's great, isn't it? But if you lose, it's considered a fail, isn't it? That's how we look at it. You failed. And the thing is, is that we all have losses or failures. Some people call them failures. I say losses. And it doesn't matter what level you play. It doesn't matter if you're a professional 
right through to a beginner. We all have periods of time in which we have losses. So I can really understand that too because I know when I was competing in tennis, the focus was just to win. And when I had wins, I thought I was pretty awesome. But when I had losses, I thought I was a failure. And and yet these wins or these losses, I let them define me as an athlete. So therefore, if I was a winner in some instances, I thought I was pretty awesome and I was awesome. And if I was a loser, so I came out of the match and I lost the match, I considered I was a failure. And I really allowed that to define who I was as an athlete. And that was really based on the goal achievement. And when you just focus on, uh, you know, achieving a particular goal and there's all that pressure on achieving that particular goal and it's win or lose, sometimes you're not even going to perform at that level. And you may have heard me talk about in uh, previous episodes about how I had so much pressure and, and wanted to achieve so much Yet when I was out on the court, I froze up, couldn't, couldn't function, couldn't do anything because I was just focused on winning or losing. And that was it. I wasn't focused on what I could actually do to help myself move forward and actually achieve what it is that I wanted to achieve in the game. You know, like get more service, um, service balls into the, into the service court or get, hit more returns back over the net and hit more forehands down the line, more backhands down the line, more, uh, you know, more serve volley, um, stats, like just looking at all those pieces of information that I could have been looking at and referring to as, oh yeah, I've improved in that area. I didn't improve in that area. That needs work. That was really good. I did really well in that area. It was like, oh no, I'm a winner or I'm a loser and that's it. And so what we want to look at, if we look at it this way, when you see the competitions, uh, when you're watching them on the TV or wherever you're watching them, on your phone, iPad, whatever, and the commentators, you hear the commentators and they always bring up a lot of statistics, right, those stats. And the stats, uh, you could see, you could look at them as process goals. That's how I look at them because if you really look at them, the statistics, they'll give you an indication of who is winning. So you can look at how many, like if we look at tennis, how many um, first serves have gone in, how many second serves have gone in, how many serves have been won um, in that point off their service point, you know, how many forehand return, uh, forehand winners, backhand winners, uh, all that kind of stuff, unforced errors, all of that. If you actually look at the stats of that, that'll actually give us an indication of who's winning. And you can look at that with any, any sport. There's a lot of stats out there that the commentators actually talk about. And what I see there is that's where the power is for you. And what I mean by that the power is for you is this is where we can create the difference between better performances for you and not great performances. So what we want to look at is if we can create better performances in you starting to look at your stats in your in your games 
if you actually look at the stats and you start working on improving the stats, you've got more chances of winning. So I look at better performances equals more chances of winning. But how do we create better performances for more chances of winning? That's a really good question, isn't it? It's like, yep, thanks Tiff for that information, but how do I do it? Well, what we do here is we craft process goals, okay? So I'm going to give you three examples of what you can be thinking about for this area. You can think about this in the sense of your sport, okay? So number one, what about tracking your training, Number two, tracking your performances when you're actually competing. And number three, tracking your mental skills. And I'll explain what I mean by that in in each area of what what some things that you could consider tracking so that you can go, yep, okay, these are the things I'm going to focus on. This is what I'm going to track whether they're working or not and where I can see improvement. And then uh, the information that I gather from what I'm doing, okay, then I set the goal to beat that process goal okay because that's where the difference is going to be in your actual performance when you're competing I've had a lot of people do this over the years and this is this is a game changer because when you start focusing on the process goals improving specific areas in your game doesn't matter whether it's training doesn't matter whether it's um, skills uh, mental skills whatever it is that we need to be focused on for you right now that this is where the difference will happen for you. And I, I actually talk about this in much deeper detail get focus program and how we actually put all of that together. Uh, and that'll be coming up very soon. You'll you'll hear me talking about when the get focus program is released so that you can actually do that. But for now, let's go through what we can do in order to craft some process goals. So number one, we can track your training. So what I want you to do is I want you to be thinking about the skills that you do in your training or what is it that you actually work on when you train so for example obviously the training side of things is your skills and your skill level so what are some skills that you could track in in that uh, then you've got your fitness so you're looking at your fitness level what what's some things that you could do there your strength what you could be doing there and your flexibility, okay? So these are the, the questions you should be, I will ask you and you're like, okay, I've got to do this, this and this, right? So in tracking your training, what could you track in your skills training? So when you're working on improving specific skills, what could you track? How could you record that information about a skill okay so for example if you're working on improving a particular shot say and I'll refer back to tennis because it's easy to explain but if you're working on a particular shot with your tennis and let's say you're working on hitting the ball down the running forehand down the line and it had to get into a specific part of the court and that was the focus in in your training how many times can you do that out of 10 balls fed to you or 20 balls fed to you, for example, right? You you track that. Um, If you're in soccer, you know, it might be something about, you know, how many times you can get your feet to the ball, like when you're dribbling, how many, um, uh, like with regards to your feet, like how many times does your feet actually touch the ball when you dribble? You know, you might have, um, you might might need to have the ball much closer to your feet when you're running, when you're dribbling the soccer ball. So you might need to track that and record that during your training. 
Okay, so be really thinking outside the box here is what are some specific things in your skills that you could be tracking. Then we look at what could you track in your fitness training. So if you look at all the the work that you need to do for your fitness training, like it might be the endurance side of things, the uh, you know the speed side of things, what is it that you could be doing to track those those like just even recording times can you improve your times and so on might be something there might be specific little skills um sorry drills i mean not skills little drills that that you have been working on can you improve the times on those i want you to be really thinking about how can you track them and then then that's what you're doing you're constantly recording them and seeing if there's an improvement there okay Also, what could you be tracking with regards to your strength training? So the things that you're doing when you're working on your strength training side of things, like, you know, how many chest presses that you do in a minute or, uh, you know, how many lunges that that you can do holding a particular weight or something like that. I just want you to start thinking thinking about that. And then what could you do to track in your flexibility training? So what are some things that, you know, can you hold a particular stretch for 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes or something like that that's going to help you improve that flexibility? So I hope you understand what I'm talking about here. So that's just in tracking the training side of things. Now, number two, we want to track your performance. So what I mean by that is when you are competing, what could you track in each performance that could give you something to focus on? So some simple things in um, in tennis is, you know, how many first serves you've got in, how many second serves you've got in, how many points you've won on your serve, um, how many shots in rallies you've hit back and forth over the net in total. Obviously you can't do that yourself. You need to get someone to do that for you. Uh, But the thing that you want to be able to do there is have someone track that for you because then you can see the data when you're finished and that'll indicate to you, you know, how many unforced errors you've had, how many forehand, backhand winners, cross court down the line, how many times you came to the net and put a volley away. There's a lot of things that you could actually track and really explain to the person that you want them to record for you when you're competing. Golfers, it's much easier for for a golfer you can track it yourself so for example how many uh tee shots have you hit down the fairway like that have stayed on the fairway how many shots is it taking you to get from tee to green um how many parts have you had how many uh, approach shots that you had into the green um how many chip shots you had to play you know you're just looking at area things that you can actually track your performance and then you can look back after the round or your match and go yep okay this was um you know this is an area that i need to work on how can i improve that and that'll give you like like i said data data gives you a lot of things even in swimming you could track how many strokes it's taking you to complete a 50 meter swim or something like that or a 100 meter swim and you may need to be doing more strokes you may need to be doing less strokes it depends on what your actually your goal is that you want to actually achieve there so there's some some things that you could actually be doing to track your performances um number three is tracking your mental skills 
So I want you to be thinking about like what you could track with regards to your mental skills. Maybe you might want to rate them, you know, between one and 10, for example, like the level of focus that you had throughout your, your, uh, competition, you know, um, your level of focus might've been a two on that particular day. And then you can figure out, well, why is my level of focus that low? What was I thinking about? What was I getting distracted by? Um, how you feel prior to training, you could rate that as well, like a one to 10, how you feel after a competition, um, how you feel prior to a competition, what level of nerves that you're at or what level of excitement are you at, um, your breathing technique to stay calm. There's a lot of things that you could track also with the mental side of things so that you can see here is when you're tracking these process goals here, you're, you've got a lot of information. It's not just a win or loss. It's a, you're actually like stripping it back to the basics and actually looking at the core fundamentals that's actually going to help you really achieve a performance that you want to achieve. And like, I know you want to win. We all like to win, but we also want to track and see what's actually going on to help those wins. Cause it's, I always look at it, it's the attention to detail that you give and it's the little things that you focus on that actually gives you the big results. So when you actually track all of these elements and if you start, if you find that like even if three, you're probably going, oh Tiff, you know, three is just too much to track. I'm a bit overwhelmed here. Then just start with the performance side of things. Just figure out what it is that you need to track with regards to when you're competing uh, because I find that that's probably the most important thing to look at. And then what will happen then is you'll gather some data or information or statistics, whatever you want to call it. And you've got some something really tangible that you can actually be working with and really working on then, okay, I've identified these are the areas that need improvement. Okay, I'm going to track them when I compete again, but what I'm going to do in the meantime is I'm going to start setting specific skill work that I need to do on each one, and I'm going to track to make sure I'm improving those. Like I said, it's the little stuff that you track is going to give you the big results. Um, So what you can then do too is, and this is what I like about it, is when you're actually working on those process goals is once you've got some information, like even if you've come off the tennis court or you've come off the golf course or you've come out of the swimming pool or you've come off the soccer pitch or the cricket pitch, whatever it is, when you've come off that field, then what you can do is go, okay, analyze the data and the information that's been gathered and then you can reset goals to beat those stats right? It's not about, okay, I've got to win that match. It's like, okay, well, for example, with golf, I've had, um, I've only got, uh, eight fairways today. I've only hit eight fairways. Well, okay, let's see if I can get 10 next time when I go and play, or I've had 40 putts today. Oh, okay. When I go and play next time, let's see if I can just get it down to 36, right? So we're setting goals. Um, when you're swimming, you may have had, uh, look, I don't know how many strokes it's going to take you to swim 50 meters, but if you had a hundred strokes to swim 50 meters, you might want to do it in less strokes, but be more mechanically efficient. So you might say, okay, well, I want to have 95 strokes when I, when I finish this swim, right? So what you're doing is you're actually starting to use the data and the information that you've gathered 
to set the process goal, okay, to set the goal to beat those statistics. And what that does is when you start working on improving that data, improving that information or improving those statistics that you're starting to see, this is what leads to a better performance for you. And when you perform better, guess what happens then? You give yourself a much better chance of winning, And this is why I believe process goals are so much better. And I've done it so many times for myself, especially throughout golf. I've done it so many times with clients and the data is not lying. It's telling us really valuable information in ways in which we can improve. So I want you to go out there and I want you to put this together. If you're having a problem with it, reach out to me. Just send me an email, tiff at tiffany-mica.com and I'll help you out and we can have a chat about what's going on on with it, what's working, what's not. But like I said, coming up very soon, I'll be launching the uh, Get Focused program. That'll be coming out very, very soon. My book, Focus, How to Reach Your Potential in Sport, Business and Life is up on Amazon if you'd like to purchase a copy of that. But I will be uh, letting you know how you can uh, get it for free shipping very soon uh, coming up in in the next, um, next week. I'll be able to share that information with you then. So in the meantime... What I want you to do is go out there and start crafting your process goals. If you enjoyed, um, really felt felt like you got a lot of value out of today's episode, I'd love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. That'd be great. And I want you to dream big, believe in you, and go after your dreams. Have an absolutely awesome day. Take care. Talk soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you haven't yet downloaded the number one deadly mistake athletes make, make sure you go to tiffany-mica.com and download the number one deadly mistake athletes make. Share with me what you like best about what you heard in the comments section wherever you hear this episode. Share with your friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes and please leave a five-star review wherever you hear these episodes. I would really appreciate it. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams, have an absolutely awesome day.